Hi there. Welcome to another OMN Coffee Shop Conversation from World Cup Coffee and Tea at Northwest 18th in Gleason in Portland. I'm Tom D'Antoni. Last week, we sat down with singer-songwriter Josh Malmtree just a few days before he moved to Nashville. He was part of the Eckrich Music City Sing-Off on Tuesday night. But he's fixing to stay a while and try his hand and career there after a lifetime in Portland and decades being and playing in Redwood Sun. Yes, he's taking a chance. No, he didn't win. But on his Facebook page, he said, this opportunity was a beginning, which is why I'm staying in Nashville. I think it's time we heard the whole story, don't you? back here in the cupping room <laughs> where we spent some time before yep and um this is a big week it is huge week biggest week of my life so far wow and next week will be the same wow. and the week after that will be the same moving to nashville yeah Moving, I guess I, you could call it moving. I'm just basically letting go of everything and just jumping all in. So I suppose that's moving. I don't really have like a house there set up or a, uh-huh. a real plan or strategy of, you know, what I'm doing day to day. I'm just going to take it literally day by day. So, Would you consider yourself then a resident of Nashville? After you go? Uh, I think after at least 72 hours, you become an official resident. Okay. <laughs> 72 hours in Nashville is like three months real time in the rest of the world, I think. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Why, why are you leaving and why Nashville? Well, I'm leaving because I have... I'm not getting any younger. I've been doing a lot of stuff in Portland for a while now, so uh, as cliche as it sounds, I was kind of waiting for some sort of sign or break Uh or whatever, and I got this unexpected opportunity to go, you know, sing in a a singing contest in Nashville, Uh so it seemed like as good a time as any to just make make the move or the transition, the vertical the vertical you know it's not it's not a real lateral move and it's definitely southern so it's not going north but it seems like a vertical move career wise and what do you mean well just in terms of the the genre of music that I that I make uh-huh. um, the songwriting I've got a lot of aspirations as a songwriter so as far as a career or an industry I just think it's a better better market for me here let's get let's get a little bit of you there Um, Tom's a man (laughs) Uh, um, Josh was recording part of that um, by the way yeah these days everything's got to be Facebook live right does it if you say so it doesn't have to no that's just what I heard You don't want to give them too much, though, so we'll, uh, we'll turn this off and everybody can tune in on Thursday to Thursday, Tom D'Antoni's Coffee Shop Conversations. Yes. Um, 
That's a pretty drastic step. It is. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? You you must have put a lot of thought into this over a period of time, or was did it, did it all come quickly? Well, like I said, I've I've kind of been waiting for that. Yeah. Thing. Uh-huh. So. Real quick, just to give a, an idea of my weird brain, I grew up, you know, wrestling was my, that was my sport, that was my passion, that was my identity, uh-huh. pretty much from seventh grade through high school. Um, and the only reason I didn't go wrestle at Portland State is because I got, I got tired of cutting weight and I just felt like I wanted to party <laughs> and have fun and not... <laughs> not work so hard so um the work ethic that i developed over those years was just very like you just put your head down and you just work and when it hurts you just push harder and that's just kind of been my my whole mo Uh so this year as i got a lot healthier and a lot more focused i just told myself that i was gonna literally work as hard as I could until something presented itself. So if that ended up being two years of just complete grind, then I would have done that. Um, If that was like two months and something popped up, I was just waiting for the right thing to present itself. So when this Music City sing-off opportunity came up, I didn't really think much of it until I went down and did the regional finals. And when I won, and started interviewing with all these people and doing the, the press stuff, I realized, wow, this is okay. So they're flying me down, and this is, you know, more than just an opportunity to go down, you know, fly in and fly out. I felt like yeah. this was the right time to just go down, take my new album that hasn't been released yet, take my focus and my, you know, what I've learned over the years and basically just decide to go, you know, all in with this hand that I've been playing for so uh-huh. long uh-huh. and that's really the the end of that story you know people there or do or yeah I know a lot of people there okay um, a lot of people that are doing music on different levels some people that are just kind of behind the scenes songwriters and some people that are pursuing a performance career and some people who are just hanging out working and having a good time you know so there's a mixture of and I know some other industry people too so Uh um, once I go down and I see what the results of this thing are Uh this contest I'm obviously going to know a lot more from then but my main goal is to just meet with some different industry folks that I've known a couple different producer friends that I have and then just write I'm just going to write uh-huh. As though, I kind of want to call it a writing retreat, because that's uh-huh. really what I'm more focused on than anything else right now. On your own or with people? With people. Ah. Yeah. I'm excited to co-write. Down there, there's not a lot of producers that just, you know, in Portland, it's very common to have engineers that are, uh-huh. that also call themselves producers. Uh-huh. Down there you have a lot of producers that don't engineer at all, um, but they're mostly songwriters, and so they don't really 
get involved in, in something that doesn't have a co-writing um, opportunity. So producers down there, they want to they want to co-write. They want to be equally involved in the writing process as much as the artist, which is cool. I think it's great. Do you think you'll you'll start a, a new Redwood Sun there? No, actually, I think I'm just gonna. It's gonna be the <laughs> pun intended. I'm gonna branch out with <laughs> uh, Redwood Sun. Will be my kind of Northwest uh -huh. band. You know, I'm Redwood Sun whether I'm solo or with a band. But yeah, down there for this contest, they wanted my my birth name, uh -huh. Josh Malm, Joshua yeah. Malm. Um, but Joshua Mom Tree has been my, without even knowing it, I guess it was my um, sort of interlude to a solo singer-songwriter. Yeah. Kind of. So that's what I think will end up happening with that. And potentially I would have two different projects that are mm -hmm. both capable of being national, but um, what they would want to do with Joshua Malm Tree would be mm -hmm. a different approach to the you know the country market under their formula. Huh. Yeah. So how are you dealing with cutting ties here? Cutting ties, man. That has been the hardest part. I actually have more stress and anxiety about that than I do any performance or you know big crowd or you know money opportunity I'm I've been doing so much networking promoting yeah. booking you know just a lot of like community building yeah. that it's been it's been tricky you know between friends music peers uh business partners venue owners festival buyers um with everybody I, but I do think I've somehow I knew or at least made a decision that I was going to start to wean myself off of that stuff. Yeah. So over the last year, a lot of um, prior relationships, I had started laying the groundwork, or we can just keep the pun going. I started planting the seed that mm -hmm. I was going to be branching out and just trying to focus on my music. So, so far, everybody's been really um, supportive and respectful and understanding of how my role is going to change but I've still got really good people in place that I can hand things off to so uh -huh. that they can still continue to grow because over the, the course of this year West Econa has become my own little entity as far as a label for myself uh, you know I'm presenting shows it's a little bit of a booking agency but it's just kind of a brand for the community approach that I prefer which I've noticed over the years is not the most popular, but I'll just come out and say it. Donald Trump might hate me, but I'm just a <laughs> socialist when it comes to my music business acumen. Uh -huh. You know, I think we're all kind of in it together and we all are going after the same things on different levels, but I've always been the type of person that any opportunity that comes my way, I'm... I'm looking to share it with the next person uh -huh. that is hardworking, and so that's been my motto. If you're hard, if you're, <clears throat> excuse me, 
that coffee's amazing. <laughs> Almost just exploded my chest. Um, but it's just been, if you're willing to work hard, then I'm willing to work with you. Kind uh-huh. of thing. For better or for worse, I've definitely yeah. got my neck, <laughs> put my neck on the line quite a bit. And I've made a mess of things, and I've cleaned them up, and I've made more messes and cleaned them up, and it's been a good, good process. Well, but that's now what you, that's what people do in life. You know, you <laughs> would think, yeah, you would think that, that that that's a fair assessment. I've learned though over the years that I'm pretty bold in my willingness to just sort of forge ahead and like create uh-huh. things for all of us. And when you don't have your shit together necessarily all the time. Maybe my personal life is just tugging on me in all sorts of ways, and so I'm just like this, you know, floundering ship with a bunch of leaks that I'm trying to run around and patch up. But, you know, at times when you take the leadership role and you're not mm-hmm. at the top of your game, it's really easy to be judged for, you know, well, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. He's just, you know, he's a shit show. I'm like, <laughs> well... Yeah, I am, but I'm also willing to risk it and put mm-hmm. myself on the line to create opportunities for all of us. So, you know, over the years, I think it's definitely thickened my skin or given me a lot of yeah. experience on every aspect of the business. And so now that I'm looking to just focus on being a songwriter and a performer, um, I just have a different sense of the whole thing. So Mm -hmm. I feel more well-rounded, but just focusing on one thing feels like a relief, and I've actually had anxiety, like separation anxiety of Mm -hmm. cutting those ties and um, not falling into the same patterns that I've had Mm -hmm. over the years, which is like, wait, hold on, let's all, you know, I'm just constantly, I catch myself doing it, trying to do too many things so now's my opportunity to not do too many things yeah. what about family uh my family's good Caden just started sixth grade yeah he is definitely um and he'll be here he's gonna be here yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and Nikki my my partner has been you know, we've been through a lot together, and so on and off over the years, we've just, no matter what, we've always kept him at mm-hmm. the top of the priority list. So he's at her house. She lives yeah. close to his school. The bus mm-hmm. comes, mm-hmm. picks him up, takes him home. He just started band. Wow. <laughs> he, got a, he got himself a, well, they got him a, an alto saxophone. He wants to wow. play saxophone. Yeah. So Is that going to be the hardest part for you? Oh, yeah. I've never been away from him for yeah. really any period of time. I do a lot of touring for little stints, and then right. I'm back. But, yeah, that'll be hard. It'll be hard on him. It'll be hard on her. It'll be hard on me. It'll just be a, a certain you know, void that you can't really fill other than right. getting on the phone or having a Skype session or whatever. But yeah. he, of all people, has been so supportive over the years huh. even as a kid he's been really involved yeah how old is he now he's 11 11 oh. so he's been most anybody who knows me has seen him mm-hmm. he's a huge part of my career yeah um but he's so independent now as an 11 year old who knows everything um <laughs> 
he's just like, Dad, I just want to support. I'm so happy for you. And wow. He's just very mature in his understanding of, of things. And he actually, if I weren't around and you were just ask him unsolicited, you know, what do you think about your dad going and doing this? He would tell you, well, he's sacrificed so much and, you know, stayed here to make sure that I was okay and uh-huh. now I'm okay and so, you know, I want him to go do this thing wow. that, that he's supposed to do. That's amazing. It is. It's it's really, it's it's like overwhelmingly yeah. sweet and um, impressive and honestly, I think a lot of the time I think I'm just figuring all this stuff out and paving the way so that I can help him find his way because he's definitely an entertainer and he's a really really smart his his understanding of business and just the the life of an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. is like well beyond his years so i feel like i'm just kind of learning stuff so i can Mm -hmm. look out for him when he's ready to do his thing yeah have you gone over in your in, in your head the the day that you, you know, what's going to happen the day you leave? Are you driving? No, I was going to drive. Yeah. But my apartment situation all kind of fell apart in true form um, last minute. So I'm flying down uh-huh. and leaving Sunday. With all your instruments? No, I'm just going with a, with a, a big bag and my guitar. And wow. they're putting me up in a hotel for a few nights and... Once the contest is done, then I'm just kind of winging it. <laughs> Literally. Like, yeah. It is just, I'll take it as it comes. So I prefer that way. Um, even as far as the contest itself, you know, the, uh-huh. the, you have eight minutes to uh-huh. do whatever you think is right. So I'm not the type of person that, sits and tries to rehearse uh-huh. an, an exact thing. Yeah. I feel like I've done so much practicing. Yeah. As far as the 10,000 hours theory, I would say I've, <laughs> I've practiced 10,000 hours of just banging the, what, it out in the moment. What is that theory? The theory is after 10,000 hours of any practice, any skill, yeah. that you become a master of it. I think I am a master... Uh, faker (laughs) no I'm a master of just going with the flow and you know being being whatever I need to be on the fly you know and I I really like to base my choices around the audience Mm -hmm. around the the vibe I didn't know what I was going to play at the at the regional finals till I got there really yeah and then I walked out and the live audience was really high energy and the the vibe was really good and so I did a mashup uh-huh. of a song You Know You that was in the same key as this old song We Must Change and it kind of gave two different angles at who I am as, a, as an artist uh-huh. one was like a reflective intimate you know more traditional country song the next one was like an upbeat southern rock kind of jam uh-huh. dance clap sing along kind of thing yeah. and uh in the end it 
it was perfect. Actually, not to toot my own horn, but we had six minutes for that one, and my, my friend Dickie was there to keep time just in case I was, you know, right. out, of, out of touch with, with my reference of time. Mm-hmm. So he was going to give me a, a one-minute warning, and I had already on the fly kind of figured out how I was going to cut the songs up to mash it up together. Mm-hmm. And I stopped. Like, he gave me the warning, but I was already, I already knew what I was going to do with the song, and it, apparently it stopped right at six minutes, <laughs> like right at zero. So that kind of stuff just makes it, yeah. it just kind of, you know, affirms my, I like to just be on the fly. I like uh-huh. to be in the moment. Uh-huh. And it's just, this is a solo thing. Yeah, they just, yeah. they don't want any other frills. Acoustic guitar? Yeah, yeah. acoustic guitar. Wow. No pedals and effects or any of that wow. stuff. They just want to uh-huh. hear your true, authentic huh. self, I guess. Yeah. 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 Which is what I do, so it's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what, do, you, do you know what you're going to do for this one? No, I have a couple different ideas, yeah. you know, but like I said, I'm just going to feel it out Does once it I get there. Does it depend on the vibe in the room? I mean, would you change when you, when you walked out on stage, depending on what's going oh, on? Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah? yeah absolutely. Huh. If I think that it's kind of an edgier crowd that wants yeah. to just get right into it with some rock and roll, uh-huh. then that's what I'll do. Huh. If I think it's a crowd that's just sitting and, like, sort of waiting to hear what the first... If I've got an opportunity to to share my best lyric or my best, yeah, um, you know, as far as songwriting, what I think is my best verse or whatever, I would uh-huh. choose something that that fit that. But it's going to be Tootsie's uh, birthday party. That's the the venue. It's like a uh-huh. pretty legendary club down there. It's their birthday party, some kind of anniversary. So yeah. They've got a bunch of people playing, like a bunch of bigger name artists, Montgomery Gentry and uh, Love and Fe- Love and Theft and um, Joe Diffie and like they're just they just keep adding people. So it's, huh. I didn't really know it was going to be that kind of event, but uh-huh. looks like it's going to be a pretty big. It's a Tuesday night. It's going to feel like New Year's Eve or something. Wow. So I may just have to go in with some rock and roll and. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, just make sure they don't forget who I am. Yeah. 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 Wow. Jeez. But we did talk about the 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 streaming and the uh you know, the Facebook live aspect of including people, you know, in the in the journey or or the process. I do have a couple friends that are gonna be down there and I'll probably try to stream it live. If I can, uh-huh. you know, I guess if the internet connection is okay. Yeah. And then as far as with you, you know, we talked about some Skype sessions or yeah. any of those things as an update and, you know. Is, well, people around here would like to know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I was, the other day I was a little grumpy about it because I'm just fried, you know, the social media. Yeah. And you hear about it more and more. I read an article yesterday and then I saw some posts from a couple of my friends the last couple of days and I think as a general community or 
um, as, as, a, as an industry, there's a lot of artists who are just like, I didn't go into this to be, you know, to be a, an expert at marketing. Mm-hmm. I didn't go into this to be an ex- expert at multimedia, yeah. social media, but you find yourself doing that more than anything else. Yeah. And you can't saturate anything. You have to be really, you know, strategic about what you yeah. post, when and where and how you link it and how right. you, yeah. it's just like, I'm so sick of it. But in terms of just keeping people up to speed on what I'm doing, you know, of course I want to have, I want to have a, a, some sort of line of communication or connectivity with people here yeah. that can keep yeah. up with what I'm doing. Right. I just am looking forward to unplugging from the general rigmarole of like promoting my shows and shows that I've been involved right. in and yeah. things that other, I, I support other artists and I'm fans of them. So I want to share what they're doing and, uh-huh. It's gonna be nice to just unplug from that for a right. while. So, right. yeah. but I would love to keep up with you and have a, have a little ongoing yeah dialogue of, of sorts yeah. that we can share through you. I think that's important. Yeah. 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 Well, you almost ready? Oh, I'm so ready. Yeah, you're you're there. Yeah, I'm there. You're just taking while care I'm of de- still here you're just, trying. You're, t- you're just taking care of details. On this end, I'm just yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to yeah. get out alive. I've got my apartment yeah. that's just been really uh, posing a lot of challenges. Yeah, because I've been there for so long, and I'm like, do I really want to let go? I thought I was going to be able to sublet it, and yeah. then now it looks like I'm just got to be out of there and letting it go. Wow. And so, the free fall is a real thing, and yeah. I guess I better start looking for a sprinter conversion van or an RV or something because yeah. I'm definitely going to be mostly wow. homeless. <laughs> it's uh, coming up on 20 years since I, I, I put everything I owned in a, an 18-foot truck and drove out of Baltimore about 10 o'clock in the morning and never looked back. That's how you end up in Portland? Yeah. 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 Can we, just for a second, just because you mentioned Baltimore and I don't know the exact date um, but I believe it was around this time that our our brother Barry Hampton, oh yeah, passed away. Yeah, what was that? Like six years ago? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we tremendous. should. Man, he was. Any time I think of Baltimore, I think of Barry because he yeah. was just. He was. Yeah, yeah. We, we Baltimore did, chocolate. We, we didn't know each other because I'm old, I'm older than him. Mm-hmm. I was older than him, and. Uh, uh, but we had contact after it was a, we had Facebook, kind of Facebook contact him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never really got to write about him. Yeah, you know I wish I had because uh, he was on the, he was on the way. Well, he he had been on the way. He was yeah. he was I think he was a you know a, a casualty of circumstance and yeah. and geographic location right. whatever because talent wise he was like next yeah. level yeah. on everything drum yeah. drums bass sure. guitar vocals sure. yep. um yeah but you know not to not to put this it's not a damper on this but i i have noticed so much more in the last there's been a lot of you know passing of of people that's just part of life and it, right. especially as you get older but you know I, I would like to say that not just barry but you know, my late drummer Kip and 
I mean, I could go on, the list could go on, but I do, I'm not just saying this, I honestly feel like pieces of those guys are with me Yeah. as I right. continue to move forward. I feel right. stronger and stronger. You know, the older I get, yeah. the more I've been doing this, I feel those guys' spirits in right. me that just, through, through just working with them over the years, and so... Yeah. You know, this thing that I'm going to do, I'm doing it for obviously myself and my family, but I'm really also doing it just for anybody who doubts themselves or gets down and out or just really gets to a, a dark place of, you know, wanting to give up or whatever. I just, not to be cliche, but I just want to say that people need to keep grinding and pushing. And if I go to Nashville and I fall flat on my face, I don't give a shit like it's mm -hmm. just it's not nothing's gonna stop me from doing yeah what i want to be doing so right. hopefully that can be um inspiring to other people who are needing a little a little push and the folks who weren't able to be here and continue to do what they were doing you know that goes for them too like they would all they would all want their brothers and sisters to keep pushing so yeah don't ever give up all right tom don't ever give up i'm trying yeah you're going to be DJing for life. I'm trying. Well, I appreciate you. Well, good luck. Thank you. Hope you win. Um, maybe we'll see you back here again. You never know if you're going to move back. You never know. I mean, I'll, my, my family's here. Unless yeah. something presents itself where it's like, yeah. you need to move your family and buy a home in Nashville. And right. What, you know. Right. We'll see how that goes, but next year I'm going to be touring so much that it it doesn't really matter where I'm yeah where I'm based out of necessarily right. yeah. But I do also want to say, Tom, because uh, I'm I'm all about the cliches today. <laughs> there is no luck. It is not. There's no luck. Oh yes, there is. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that would be the the that would be the debate. But you know, I I believe in a lot of things happening at very opportune times but I do also believe that um, that preparation meeting opportunity is really that's just really what it is and you just got to feel confident I think whenever people base their outcome on a certain amount of luck you, you got to get a little bit lucky in terms of like who you meet when and where but I feel like that preparation meeting opportunity it's just that wrestler mentality well, yeah. Be ready. It, it's true. It's true. But, you know, as far as the, when you're creating something, I've been in so many either um, TV editing situations or, or, or radio editing situations or stuff like that where something just happens and, and you didn't, it's not what you planned. Mm -hmm. It just happened. And it's so much better than your original idea. Right. And that's luck. Yeah. That's just luck. Yeah. And perspective. You know? Every, every uh, failed opportunity is just an opportunity. I, I, I believe in dumb luck. You do? I do. All right. I do. You know, I've, been, I've just been there too many times, you know, where, where you know, you, you, you'll, just try, you'll try something and it doesn't work and all of a sudden, boom. You know, something happens in that process that you weren't expecting. Mm -hmm. And that's luck. I mean, you put yourself in that position, of course. Right. And you've got, you have going for it what you, what you have, you know, your talents and the talents of the people you're working with, but, and that wasn't supposed to happen. That's really good. Right. 
you know? Yeah. And so in that way, I believe in luck. Right. But you do have to put yourself in that position. Yeah. I'm being a total... I've had too much caffeine, and I was at the gym before I came here for just a quick minute because I was trying to get these things moved out of my apartment. Craig, Craigslist flakes is what we call them. Oh, God, yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> but I went to the gym, and I'm just like, I'm going to squeeze in this workout, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to go do that, and I'm just, yeah. I'm on fire. So I'm like Mr., <laughs> I don't know, Mr. Cheesy Tony Robbins. I'm like the dirty Tony Robbins. I'm <laughs> I'm the Red Robin. All right. Um, so um, I want you to talk about a little bit about this video. Okay. Uh, before, we, before we end it. Okay. You know, so tell me about it. The music video? Yeah, the one you want me to put up. Yeah. The one, <laughs> yeah, we've, yeah, we'll, we will sort that, that whole thing out. But the premise of the, the video is that I wrote this song. Um, I started writing this song in 2010. Uh-huh at the time that I realized that my life was going to fall into the quicksand for a while. And um, I was pretty, pretty devastated by that. And so this song, Comeback, is what it's called. I, I sat down in these chords and this first line came out and it was just saying, I gotta get away before I break under the weight of this damp gray city. And that, that premise just ended up carrying out into, you know, when we ended up going to the studio, we did, we did the song, and it became this song about coming back from getting kicked down or being held back or whatever, and that when I come back, I come stronger. Uh-huh. And we were fortunate enough, Cypress Jones, who's just been a tremendous, just gift in my life creatively we've been making some videos and we've we got a great little synergy together but we got lucky and caught a day where the weather and the sunlight and we were out at Sean Flora's B&B and he's moving out of there this this yeah. month um, but we were able to go out there and bring it all full circle where the song and the location we did some shooting in the city it was like an overcast day in the city and it was sunny out there and it's just this representation of leaving the city and pursuing this other yeah pursuing the light you know following the light and um now the song is so relevant to where i'm at and the whole comeback story Uh you know i couldn't have planned it i guess it was just luck i couldn't have planned it that way i i might have had a sense that eventually it would apply but now it is so it's so applicable to where I'm at and what I'm yeah. doing so that video is going to be you know a, 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 a teaser or an exclusive of yeah. as you know as the album starts getting ready to come out next year that'll be uh, one of the songs and it's just a really compelling beautiful video so look forward to sharing it okay you like my long winded answers yeah cool <laughs> yeah good because I have plenty of those I know you do yeah <laughs> alright man good luck you know people break who, a leg pe- people who who, uh, who, who have who you have been very meaningful to over the, over the long period of time gonna be pulling for you mm-hmm. gonna miss you but knock it out man knock it out I'm of the park knock it out of the park there you go alright well thank you
Thank you so much.